That just reminded me, Kid Rock is probably hands down the worst lyricist uh, in, not I can't say modern day music because he's not really modern anymore, but he's, he's come up me, on- The guy that wrote Ba Wata Ba. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. He's come up on like some random playlists on Spotify because I listen to similar genre when I work out and he's okay. co- he's been coming through and it is awful. Like I listen to him just like, this guy is a horrible writer. Do you have an example? Uh, Outside of like, I am the pole god or bull god. Bull or god. Bull, it's a bull god or pole god. Bull god. Pole god. I don't know. I think because we were like, just talking about F one. Yeah. Uh, or, the, <laughs> or he's jerking it. No, he is. It's the song is bull god. Okay. Bull god. Uh, that is. Uh, yeah, I think actually that's that's the prime example of his worst song ever, which uh, is was on my marathon running. Mix. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's exactly why it showed up, and I was like, I, it's got to be on some playlist because I don't actively go reach but it's not it's it's aggressive it's not the worst workout song i agree but you're not listening to it for the lyrics i hope you're not no but when you have like airpods in or earphones right in your ears you You can't very much listen to the music so dude welcome back (laughs) this is like absurd how long it has taken us and and i am 99% 99% guilty of not being able to do this. Yeah, well, Charlie said to me, he was like, there's no way you guys are recording another episode. Ever. He, he Yeah, he was convinced ever. A big milestone in your life. Yeah, I grew pubes. I'm like, <laughs> finally, it finally happened. It's because you stopped shaving. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that that was the cause and effect. Uh, yeah, I had a kid. I had another kid. A second one. And it's weird when you say that I had a kid because I had minimal to do with the creation of this kid. What? I mean, no, you had, you are at least 50%, you are 50% of the equation. Uh, right. But in terms of effort expended to gestate the kid. <laughs> And to Fair. deliver the kid, I was but that's, present. That's in any that's in any nine month situation. That's in anything no. I'm involved in. I like <laughs> like to put my name on it right <laughs> when it's like successful, and then I'm like, oh yeah, no, I had a hand in this. So, so you used to have like a really, really, the really witty sense about you before you had your first kid, and yeah, some of the like text messages that you would send or things you would say in groups was just like mind-boggling that it came out of your mouth or it was even a thought that you had <laughs> and then you had a kid and that sort of got dulled and, and slowed down a little bit I just because i'm tired okay fair and i'm also old and at work now are they just like we need to move him into a uh maybe a position of leadership where he's not necessarily creating oh. things anymore because he's lost that that sense of creativity oh i see wow uh maybe <laughs> probably i don't know i would ever... not i would not say you are a always a calming voice <laughs> okay let's let's unpack this a little bit one i wouldn't equate making rude comments as being creative <laughs> i think <laughs> no, you're, you're right a rude comment yeah. is not the creative right thing. it's just the the level and depth that that rude comment yeah uh would go into and in i just had a lot more time on my hands back then okay so uh and i think now it's um it, what's funny is that in advertising and marketing, and this, we're, like, I know that you're half joking about this, or I hope you're half joking yes, about this. Yeah, I am. But uh, if you're a creative in advertising and marketing, you have an expiration date. Uh-huh. You just do. You're going to hit a, an age where you're just kind of disconnected from what's going on, right? And like what, what quote unquote, the kids are into. 
So my team is very young. Like I have people working for me who are like, who are like 23 years old. Are you the oldest one? Uh, I am the oldest person on my team right now. Uh, may, I just got a new boss. He might be a little older. Than okay. Me. But um, so I kind of rely on them to be like, hey, what are you guys into? And what can we do? And TikTok? Well, yeah. I mean, TikTok is like this big thing that I don't understand. What is TikTok? That's, I, I have no idea. I don't know. It's like Vine meets Snapchat, I think. I, okay. I don't know. I, I, again, I don't know. I don't know. So, but I have to rely on these other kids to kind of come up with the ideas. And then it's more on me now to kind of shape that into a marketable idea mm-hmm. versus like, here's this big idea. Let's, you know, let's do it. And then me take that big idea and say, okay, but how does this work for the campaign? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, and you've had the experience of going through having to create those ideas yes. and letting somebody else shape that. But at the same time, I didn't really get my start in advertising and marketing until I was like 30. True. So. But you had the. I had like a little writing background and like the creative background, but I didn't have like the business side of it. And you had so, the immaturity of a 23 year old. I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and 23 might be pushing it. I was probably a little bit more like, like 12 or 14. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just fun to make those comments. I know. And it was, Bill can attest to this. The amount of times that he would just die crying, laughing from a text <laughs> that would come from you and be like, I can't believe this guy exists <laughs> in even 2015 or 2014, whenever this was yeah. like, that's awesome. It's just going to rise, you know, like totally. I, what's, what's really or what was really interesting about like the comments i would make is i never meant anything that i was saying and i think people kind of knew that we got that yeah they were so outlandish and so wild that if you were like people would be like oh yeah this guy's just full of shit like he doesn't mean anything that he's saying because it's so wildly inappropriate you'd have to be like a sociopath (laughs) to even like even this yeah even this explicit rated podcast it is not even (laughs) remotely safe to say on air Right. I mean, I, yeah, there are things. That- now, do you? does it ever cross your mind just like, what if, for whatever reason, somebody needs to sift through my old text messages or emails or something? And it's not like, oh, if you run for president one well, day. Like, that's bullshit. So I was actually thinking about this. And I have come to this point in my life, in my career, where I don't give a fuck. Okay. Right? Like, if someone... Because I... Right. I'm not going to run for office. Yeah. Um, I would be a horrible political anything. And I'm not going to be the CEO of a company. Or a big company. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, you could be the CEO of yeah, a company. But I think it's it's more like like I don't I don't have much to lose in terms of like someone finding those things out. Cause I never said like explicitly racist racist things. I never said like hateful things. I just said wildly inappropriate things. But what if you got like me too'd in twenty twenty seven? I but like like what if there's this whole sifting with technology and crowdsourcing of everything in AI that just starts going through people's data okay. and starts calling just random without individuals context. out. I mean, it, yeah, because yeah, you're not the one. Sure. The average person isn't the one who's engaged in the conversation. Well, that's kind of the big issue, right? Is like you and I'm not saying that the Me Too movement is bullshit, but you kind of hear these stories of these mostly men do saying or. Yeah texting horrible things and you don't really get the full context so you don't know right but it's also yeah whatever want whatever the the particular party wants to disseminate yeah, it's up right, to them exactly to, and so yeah you're right the and context I, is not there i generally try to be like 
on good terms with most people I interact with, yes, so correct. that there is no reason for them to <laughs> be like, "Hey, you sent me the most horrible text messages I've ever received or read in my life, and therefore I want to take you to court or have you fired." So if whatever, News so. Twelve reaches out for comment in 2027, I'll be like, "Yes, I know Adam Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. he say this thing in, like, in text message in 2017?" Be like, "Absolutely, yeah, 100%. <laughs> he definitely said this." Can you give us context and some background in that message? No, it just said it out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I think he truly <laughs> believes those things. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i didn't ask for it at all oh um, my god but yeah so long story short i don't really care anymore Fair. i mean i totally don't want I, I genuinely try not to hurt people's feelings yes of course and i try not to be hateful and i try not to i don't really hate anything except eggs <laughs> <laughs> like fuck those eggs damn eggs go back to your country eggs um but other than that like i generally don't really hate anything and i don't try to be uh, I I will be a dick to people, but it's always coming from like a sarcastic yeah. kind of weird angle versus like a genuinely genuine dislike. And I feel like you're also testing somebody's uh, viability of being a friend. Yeah, or... oh, t- totally. Like if I'm like really nice to you and I don't say shit to you, you probably I don't probably like, don't you. like yeah. you. <laughs> I I generally just like don't want to give you the time, and I don't want to expend that quote-unquote creative part of my brain coming up with these inappropriate <laughs> things on you because that would be a waste of time for me <laughs> this is so, a, this is adam's adult voice that we we talk about you're like hey i'm adam yeah, literally that's wonderful a, that's a great point let me what, converse with you for 20 minutes and then go blow my brains out because i need to uh go scream at a child yeah, because i have just totally shifted my entire personality for you um, i'm exhausted yeah but yeah, that's probably part of it is like if I'm if you ever hear me in my adult voice, I'm a trying to impress my in-laws or their <laughs> yeah. friends or I have just met someone and I'm trying to read the room and it's just the safe way to do it. it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, so we were, yeah, you so you've had a kid. I had a kid. Um, uh, I had Parker. Parker is uh, a boy. Park, and Parker. Parker James. PJ. We're not gotta, gotta be honest, really good middle name. I, I know some very successful, handsome, uh, strong individuals with that middle name. Well, that's great. Yeah. It's a very popular middle name. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my middle name. But what's what's weird is that, like, I think I think nature has a way of making you forget the effort that you have to put into raising a very young child. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, you would never do it. Right. Right? It's just not worth the time and effort. I see you and Lindsay going through it, and I think to myself, man, it would be miserable to have that commitment. But then biologically, my body's like, yes, you want children. Right, totally. Like, you want to be yes. a father. Right. And now, like seeing all the effort I put into Malin and knowing I have to do that same effort <laughs> to this other kid yeah. while still putting the effort into Malin is like, fuck. Like, Do you think your parents had it easier just going through it full bore, two uh, kids at a time? That's a really good question. Uh, a friend of mine has twins, yeah. and he swears it's hard, like harder than anything. Because it's not, it's like even when you have your second kid, it's not that it's you know twice as hard as having the first one. It is exponentially yes. right. more difficult. I and and when you if you had twins, I would assume that that's the case. I think it's exponentially harder. Okay. I think you get. I think it's easier because you've got like two kids who are the same age who are probably close to on the same schedule yeah. maybe but it, it's like you know man-to-man coverage now right like you've got yeah. it like yeah. you know with with Malin now we can say like hey go play in your room go yep. read a book do whatever while we take care of this but if you have twins who are the same age like you've got to stuck what are you gonna do right 
I don't know. So I don't, I, yes, I, I have a very new and profound respect for my parents and all the shit that we put them through. Yep. Um, it's not easy raising kids. It's not. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can wait actually. You should wait. And I, I keep telling you to wait, but at the same time, it's also like, it's super rewarding. Yeah. Which is why people yeah. do it i mean other than just yeah. like the natural drive to want to reproduce <laughs> right but it, and it's this weird thing and like you always wonder like will i love this kid right will well, you well i mean do you wonder that well i, I you, you wonder what kind of like before you have a kid i think you kind of wonder what sort of love yeah you're about to like put out there right yeah like, everybody says it's <clears throat> it's unlike anything to- totally and before we had malin Lindsay and i would talk about like like oh my god is she gonna like is this kid going to come into our life and just fuck up what we have? Like we have such a good marriage. Like we have a good life. You know, we travel all the time. Yeah. yeah kids can change that. Right? And and she absolutely 100% changed it. But like you look at this kid, you're like, Oh my God, I love you to death. Yeah. Like, and even with Parker before he was born, I'm like, I love this girl so much. Like how, how, how can I expend that love towards something else? And I r- realized that, this is this is like so spiritual <laughs> and i apologize for this this is like an after school moment so just prepare yourself have another sip of mccallan dude i was just looking at your glass you poured yourself a shitload yeah it's i don't think i, I drank two that kids. much yeah let me have like, this. this is a double so love is not a finite resource yep right so i think and that's what i was looking at is that well i've got like a hundred points of love to give to anything at one given time, right? Yeah. And and I'm giving fifty percent to Lindsay and fifty percent to Malin. So Parker, you're fucked, right? It. But it's not that. At There's all. just different levels yeah. and layers to it. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I don't love Parker as much as I love Malin, but you know, he doesn't do anything. He's, yeah, he just sort of sits and farts yeah, and, he, and he poops. He's and another stuff. man sucking on my w- wife's tits. Like, what am I going to do, <laughs> right? <clears throat> um, the last thing I'll say about the delivery process and all that yeah um so we're in there and she was induced again so it was Ma- or when we had malin Lindsay was induced and it's very much like you're waiting you're you're on a like a, a transatlantic flight where you're in a very small room <laughs> yeah and you can't really move or do much you read books you watch movies you try to sleep but it's tough and people are coming in every once in a while very nice ladies who want to give you more water offering or, you drinks yeah, or offering you juice yeah. um and it's just like let's let's do something let's let's get on the move here and then and you're sitting there waiting yeah it did take her longer this time uh it took right? longer to induce okay. but less in the actual delivery if i say anything about my wife it's that she's a fucking champion so that's what i've heard <laughs> from a lot of people when they talk about their wife in the delivery room well, it's just like you like if you think you worked hard in a rowing practice oh, or in I'm, some I'm particular actually, effort I'm, I'm about to tell you the exact opposite of what i think you think i'm gonna tell you <laughs> okay first first thing yeah you think you're you've done a like a, a 2k on an earth yeah super hard crazy this is different she pushed for 15 minutes pushed four times and the kid came out and when she was done she's like oh i feel great <laughs> Yeah. You're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, this is not how it goes in the movies. No. Uh, I mean, but the first kid, like, definitely, she was, like, full on. Yeah. You know, it took it took an hour and a half or whatever. But this one, kid came right out. No issue. And by the way, I I'm, I don't have a gag reflex like that. I'm cool with, like, yeah. gore. 
but I spied what was the situation down there post birth. Uh huh. And what I equate it to is like, sorry, everybody that's listening to this. (laughs) Someone was trying to make like a pepperoni pizza and just gave up halfway through. (laughs) They like tossed it in the air and then just dropped it. And there's just tomato sauce. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. All right. (laughs) Everywhere. And it's just like, because there's iodine, right? They put iodine on it. So there's just like a mixture. There's different hues of red and orange happening all over that situation. And it looks like a war zone and you just got to like, you got to like just escape that from your mind. Just take that out of your mind, right? Yeah, I'm really trying not to think about it right now. It's the same thing that happens when I like, like in the morning when I like take a shower and I get out of the shower and I like dry myself off and I like scrub my balls and butt with my, my towel. The next morning, I totally forget that I've like washed my. <laughs> and you I've just go wipe your face. Balls my, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, yeah, the towel forgets, right? Like the <laughs> towel forgets. So you kind of just have to assume. Like I just have to forget that this happened to my wife and just just move on, right? Like, just all right, let it I go. still love you unconditionally. Yeah, despite the fact that despite all of your faults. Yeah, it's man, it's like a minefield of just. That's disgusting. Gore. Let's talk about something else. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. Yeah. Do you? Are you happy that we brought this back? Maybe we shouldn't have brought the podcast back. <laughs> Maybe we should have given it a few months so you're like really post uh, birth and pregnancy. Yeah, I need the uh, 2020 vision. No, but now you're like just trying to vent. Yeah. This is like, I, I've been through something. This was emotional. six weeks old. Six weeks six ago? Week, oh, yeah. Six and a half weeks old. Okay. Yeah. But this is like, I've just gone through this emotional thing and I need to like talk to someone. Yeah. Our last episode was the end of September. Yeah, I think it was like right before. Uh, and that's why Charlie's like, you're never doing one again. Because it was a month. Right. At the last time I saw Charlie and he was like, you're not doing well, it. Well, I think this is what we can talk about. This is our one year anniversary. Yes. That which is right. Is a, which was a better anniversary for you? This or your wedding anniversary? Or which this one, one surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding anniversary was one that I could never forget. Right. Uh, but this one is probably more emotional and you're probably more invested. Yeah, I was looking back at our episodes and... And the naming conventions that you came up for each one, and I, I drew a little yeah. tear. Wow, that's um, more than I could have hoped for. <laughs> but I also, I haven't gone back to listen to them from the beginning, but I know for a fact probably the first four or five episodes, we had no idea what we were doing. Right. Now and they we, probably were not good. Yeah, we really We still, still don't know what we're doing. We just ramble, but yeah. like... The first episodes, it was it, it wasn't scripted, but we had something we were talking about every yeah. episode. And sometimes we do here, right. um, but there's just a lot of banter back and forth, which I think is good. Yeah. And I think it's also I think some of our best episodes, no offense, are when we have someone else on too to kind of like totally. break it up and totally. Like I think that Paul episode was amazing. Yep. And like I could, I mean, I think we talked about it. I, I could listen to Paul talk for hours. Paul and Paul, he's got endless stuff. <laughs> like we will never repeat a story with him no. on. And then even with Mark, like when we have Mark on, it's always because he's just gives Mark loves hearing his own voice. <laughs> Mark loves hearing his own voice. I think he's going to be on next week. So stay yeah, tuned. actually, that one that one's got a topic. It's not yeah. scripted, but that one's got a right. topic that should hopefully. And be fun. I mean, Charlie's always like insightful and yeah. just full of like knowledge, which is good. And Will thinks he's a good interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Will is doing us like maybe the biggest favor of going back and listening <laughs> through all of our episodes. I don't think he. I don't know if he's actually well, he's taking notes, though. I mean, yeah. if, we're, if we're on this kind of record right now, he's got like five or six years before we hit episode right. 50. Uh, but he's going to go back and listen to all the times that you've made a an incorrect statement. Uh, right? 
Yes, and, for episode and, fifty. And for episode fifty. So this is episode twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Yeah, somewhere around that. So if we try, I mean, I th- feel like we're better about it in the winter because there's less distraction. Yeah, I mean, the summer is just always something going on, and it's so nice out. It's like, would we rather sit Although, inside? And I really did enjoy doing it on the back patio. True, those were really fun. yeah, those were nice nights. That was really nice. Uh, yeah, I was thinking as we were setting up in here. At first, I was like, ooh, this is kind of a sense of like home, and this is cozy again. We're just sitting here having a conversation. And I was like, we haven't done this in this room for like three or four months. Yeah, at least. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's – I do enjoy this. Even though sometimes it's sort of like, oh, man, okay, what are we going to talk about? And maybe we're, we're stretching a right. conversation sometimes. But um, – and then we haven't, we haven't done one for six or seven weeks now. Uh, I enjoy it. It's just like – a random time to be able to sit aside and talk about shit and yeah. and have a drink or two. I think that it's probably something that guys don't generally do. Yes. I think it's a very female thing. And I don't mean that as like, like sit a, down and talk. Well, I, I just think it like Lindsay will go out to dinner with like one other girl and chat for hours. Yep. But I think if you and I went out, I think we'd maybe get like, a half an hour out yeah we'd like we, go we get a drink like and say people. like hey let's go watch the football game right exactly there needs to be something else so i think it's kind of a nice excuse to just kind of like shoot the shit with somebody else and then it gives us some some things like you got me into formula one and i'm so sorry this and it's like really sucked me in now i'm like adam did you see free practice one today Dude, you actually you're like, i have no idea what yeah, you're talking you, about you are actually more involved with it now you're like did you see the tire choice that you made like what? Dude, and i like it's because it's one of the things you know i sure i enjoy football and i enjoy doing some fantasy teams every year and i've got my teams that i watch yeah. but i think because formula one is only once every two weeks yeah and it's generally only around like a three-day weekend event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just more concentrated, and it seems more digestible. I, I was literally going to say it's more digestible. So yeah. yes, absolutely. So that, I think that's what that's what hooked me into it. And then you know we have an opportunity here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, for a minute at a time, right? <laughs> we don't talk about it, uh, but we talk about it off air. Uh, and then just like random other things, like challenging me to watch a really shitty movie or uh, do you want to get into it? Pick my to- guilty pleasure song. <laughs> you want to do it? Let's, we let's, can talk about it. I really, do. I mean, there's not much to say because it was so long ago. I was prepared for this episode uh, six, like six three ago. days before Parker was born. I am so sorry that my child had to be born. I, if I could have kept him in there longer, I would have. He inconvenienced Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. So uh, just as a refresher, Nate loves John Tucker Must Die. This is his guilty pleasure uh, movie. I watched it. I did not find you it to be it. That was the last episode. That was the last episode. Um <clears throat> So he challenged me to watch that. I challenged him to watch my guilty pleasure movie, which is called Fool's Gold, a phenomenal movie starring Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, uh, <clears throat> which got like a 17 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was it was rated worse, lower than uh, John Tucker Must Die. Because I think the expectations were higher. <laughs> I think people Because saw, of the all-star cast. The all-star cast, I think the director had more going for him. Was he a known director? Well, he, he directed Hitch, which, all right, yeah, but like, Not a so, great is, movie. so is this director known for for directing movies with high powered actors and ends up making really shitty movies? Because like Will yeah. Smith and Kevin James, yeah, how could you ruin that combination? Not that that's a really strong no. combination, but he did. It was terrible. Fool's Gold. I've only seen Hitch once, so I don't know. It wasn't good. <laughs> uh, Fool's Gold, like so. When I say guilty pleasure, I think it's 
beautiful locales. I think it's a very there there aren't a lot of stakes, right? Yes. Like you don't have to think. It's a good movie to just put on, just veg out to, right? Like you're on a dot in well, they claim it's the Bahamas, but I'm pretty sure it was shot in Australia or something. Or the Keys. Or the Keys. Um it's definitely not the Keys. There are mountains no. on the islands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Like, true, this true, can't yeah. be the Keys. Um now I want to talk about the one issue I have with the movie, and it's the glaring issue. And I think you and I both agree on it. It's is it an actress? Yeah. yeah. So it's not Kate. Hudson. I don't even Alexis Zenya or something. If you watch Entourage, she is uh, E's girlfriend in like season seven. Yeah, or one six of the later seasons. She's yeah. super annoying. She's, she's not a good actress. She serves nothing, n- no purpose to the story, other than being just an airhead. Right. And like there's she doesn't even have a character arc. So I think I was yeah, what does she contribute? She does well, that's it. As I think she I think when they came out with or when they started writing the movie, they had the um, Donald Sutherland part. Yeah. And I Who's think, a phenomenal actor also. How the hell did he get in? <laughs> I don't this? know. It's a paycheck. Paychecks will make you do anything. Um Kevin Hart was in it too. Yeah, as the bad guy. As a bad guy, yeah. So I think because Donald Sutherland doesn't really have a character arc either. He's just this rich old guy that just, just funds, like the, funds right? the trip. But I think they tried to shoehorn her in, one, to be like eye candy, but also to make him be like, to turn around and become this father figure. But yeah, instead of just like really some rich guy. Because I think he's already trying to do that in the beginning of the movie, and then it just kind of dissipates into nothing yeah. by the end. So, I yeah. So the, she, she's just a horrible actress. She's a horrible actress. She... She's probably like 38 or something, and she yeah. acts like in in all of her movies or shows or whatever, like she's 20. She's just right. a, a bimbo. Even if she's trying to act like a serious person, she's just not. It's Yeah, I, I think that it's like, and, I, and maybe it's the directors, although it, I think she made a lot of choices that didn't serve her very well. Right. But I think that the directors were like, hey, yeah, you're just like this ditzy girl who's just like out to party and have fun. Yeah. And... There's no depth at all. She is, uh, she's a kiddie pool, man. She's got, it's awful. she's shallow. <laughs> it's terrible. So I think that, I think if she were to be removed from the movie, you would get at least 20 points higher on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that, is that, <laughs> maybe that's maybe, maybe too maybe. much. Well, here's the thing. So when you say eye candy, I think there are three pieces of eye candy in that movie. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. Of course. If you're a girl or if you're a guy who just wants to be jacked. Yeah, like I mean, he. he run, I, I don't. I think he wears a shirt for five minutes. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, he's barely clothed. Uh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, eye candy, of course. Like she's just a smoke right. show. But okay, sorry. Continue. And the third piece would be the yacht. Yeah, yeah, like, was gorgeous. It's like cool. That's a really nice yacht. Other than that, the problem with the movie from the very fucking beginning, like in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, it's this epic grand music as if it's the masters and master and commander you know russell crowe movie <laughs> right there's you know scripted uh text across the front of it about this like deep you know pirate treasure story right, right. Yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. and you're like oh am i gonna take this seriously and then it just breaks into island music and it's uh matthew mcconaughey at the bottom of the of the of the sea with his dumb partner who plays uh, Red from Pearl Harbor. That's right. Uh, but he's like a Russian. In but he's a movie. Russian in this movie, yeah, and his accent's not very good. And then the next five minutes just proceeds to be the stupidest piece of, of plot line 
in what? almost any movie I've ever seen. They have that the little like shitty diesel generator that's smoking up on their boat and they're right. sucking up sand. Right. And it starts shaking violently and then all of a sudden it <laughs> falls into the water and or catches on fire. It catches on fire. Then the- their boat catches on fire and it sinks behind them and they don't realize it. And what's funny, I ju- this just occurred to me, but it it ca- the boat catches on fire and it sinks but all in one piece. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's like this yes. giant boat that just sinks right behind them. As if like water wouldn't put the fire out. Water, water wouldn't put it out. <laughs> or it wouldn't or it break would, like, apart. Be like super damaged. Yeah. And then they float up to the surface. They look around. They're like, "Where, where, where's the boat?" And then yeah. Russian red Pearl Harbor character but I looks like down. He goes, him "Oh, from Pearl Harbor, there it is." As if Pearl Harbor is a great movie. Pearl Harbor was a decent movie. Oh, oh, dude. I like the action sequences of Pearl Harbor. A- absolutely. Yes, but like I totally, the story I, behind it, nah. Yeah, okay. All right. No, no, the action. The Pearl Harbor a- sequence is yes. very good. Yeah, that was really cool. Other than that, yeah, we don't have to talk about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> okay. So right off the bat, I, I mean, seriously, the first time that I got around to watching the movie, I... Which I, you struggled with anyway, just... Dude, I was going to throw watch. my iPad out the window. Like, I wanted I wanted to smack it over my head. Okay. I wanted to use that glass to, like, cut my arms. Wow, that's severe. It was so bad, and I think I screamed at the TV, and Gracie was like, what? I was like, I can't believe Adam is making me watch this. So I stopped. I didn't even I didn't even finish it. You didn't finish the movie? Well, no, I, I ended up finishing oh, it. But this, remember, do. you and I, we watched, you watched John Tucker, and yes. I watched Fool's Gold, right. you know, sort of simultaneously, yes. and I stopped the movie. You yeah. finished John Tucker. We talked about that in one episode. Right. And then I think right before Parker was born, I forced myself to finish it. You had a kid. We didn't talk about it until now. So I saw the disaster that was my wife's undercarriage. Yes. And you have seen the disaster that is. And I saw the school. train so wreck. So we are both traumatized, traumatized emotionally, and <laughs> and we have these searing images in our brains that we just can't escape from. So that yes, that that it, there are so many parts of the movie that I think once you get beyond the first thirty minutes, you can fall into just like the absolute numbness of it. Yeah. And it took me by surprise uh, when they went to when they were like finding the treasure in that blowhole uh, section yeah. on the on the shoreline. Yes, and they were like timing the waves to you know get into the blowhole and then get <laughs> right. sucked that's, back that's under and everything. Man, that's that's great. That's yeah. So they're like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, one of the bad guys, one of Kevin Hart's henchmen, mm-hmm. uh, like God forbid, he's not holding onto the rope and he gets sucked by the tide. And uh-huh. the geyser comes out, and it's just his exploded body in chunks of red. Oh yeah! And I was like, "What the? F- yeah, where did that like come from?" It, was, it just like went Jurassic Park R-rated. Yeah, the, out of nowhere. Yeah, that was a bit. And so that that shocking. I was like, "Wait, what?" You know, I expect him like, "Oh no, he doesn't come back up, and he's drowning, and a body floats away." But this was yeah. just a geyser of blood. It's it's a movie that really doesn't know what it wants to be. No, right? Because it's not really a romantic comedy. It's not an action film. It's not a heist movie. It's not a gore fest. But it's kind of all of the above. But it doesn't really succeed at any of that. And then the gay chefs on the yacht. <laughs> well, you just hate gay why. People. No, <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> you, me too. Twenty twenty seven. Jesus, yeah, this is all recorded too. Uh, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. They, I, I, what I will say is that they treated them like they weren't flamboyant. They were just like, of course not. Yeah, no, which I'm was not kind saying... of an interesting take, especially whenever this movie was made, in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Something like that. When they were just like, hey, these chefs on the yacht are gay, but they're not flamboyant and they're not yeah. stereotypical. 
not at all but it was just like a couple of their lines were were slid in there for you to recognize that it was a gay couple and it was to like yeah make like a comment against kate hudson and her failed marriage relationship with matthew mcconaughey and it was just it was just weird it seemed very self-serving or shoehorned in and just, uh, yeah, yeah it was just okay. like okay I, I have no problem with it of course Do but you though <laughs> trust me i'm very accepting oh jesus um <laughs> fucking double down on that <laughs> uh but it, it just seemed out of it wasn't that it was out of place it was just like okay what did that add to the story yeah that's what, right what did i would change? absolutely agree um, and it was just like, yeah, let's just do this because we can. You know, sort of yeah. the movie. Okay. Um, just so, like Kevin Hart, let's just make him the bad guy because he's not a bad guy in other movies. Like he's well, usually he just was, a funny, I don't goofy think he really guy. been in anything. I think this is a very early. True, film may have been early for him. Um, in film, what was his name? Bad Bunny or Bunny <laughs> Big yeah, Bunny? Uh, Big Bunny. I don't know. I, clearly, I need awful, to go back and watch. Awful, this and he would like ran a rum company or something. Or, yeah, it was a little weird. I don't know. And Malcolm Jamal Warner, Theo Huxtable from The Cosby Show, was like one of his henchmen. That's right. He like dies halfway through. Uh, yeah. And it, don't they like, doesn't Matthew McConaughey like fly a float plane? He flies a plane. It's going to uh, crash. Yes. And it takes probably about 10 minutes to land. And they like keep coming down and then it's suspenseful suspenseful like <laughs> is it gonna land and whoa it might be running out of gas i have no idea how i'm flying this and it went on right. for six minutes too long <laughs> you're like just land the plane just be a crappy movie and by the way he's had no experience flying planes before, yeah. so you have no idea that he knows how to fly a plane or whatever and i guess he doesn't totally know how to. well fly then he plane. yeah he touches down on the water and then the plane just tumbles over and crashes which is kind so. of unexpected right? yes which i appreciated yeah, but they right. live and sorry spoiler alert yeah they, they all live in real life they would die yeah they would probably try would be a violent plane crash it would be like jfk jr <laughs> jeez uh so i got through the movie all right i'm sorry you got through john tucker and um, i will probably never watch either of those movies again <laughs> yeah i mean john tucker like if it were still the day where you had hbo and stars and cinemax and stuff yeah. and you're just like flipping through movie channels i would watch it then right. but yeah i'm not going to stream john tucker must die well can we talk about how the all the different streaming options we have now and how yeah, I am just doubling my cable bill because <laughs> well I would get How about Disney Plus advertising on Hulu and uh um, Well that's because Disney owns Hulu. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> makes sense. But yeah, okay. like I so I tried Apple Plus, Apple oh, you TV did. Plus and none of their shows were good. So I just I, I had a free trial on Is I was it like, only original content for Apple Plus? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I don't have heard enough. that they're their main show, the Jennifer Aniston show, yeah. is like a total flop. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even watch it. I was just like, not, nothing really appealed to me. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. How much is it? I think it's like four ninety nine a month, five ninety nine okay. a month, something like that. But I'm like, I just, I have so many fucking subscriptions to everything now. Like everything even, is subscription based. What? Everything is subscription based. Right. When you're gonna get a toothbrush on a subscription base? <laughs> yeah. Just like time out. Seriously. I mean, and that's what Amazon wants you to do with everything. It's like, hey, everything. Yeah, they give you five percent off, five percent. Then you, if you subscribe to five things a month, you get fifteen percent off. And like, I get the incentive, and I got to be honest, probably if say if you subscribe to five products a month, probably four of those products you're using, and that fifth one you're not, or you just have excess of it. But they still make the sale. They still get the percentage. Yeah. So to them, it's win-win, and they're just counting on people forgetting their subscription services, which is basically what's happening to me now because i don't know yeah. all the things that i've subscribed to yeah something just shows up in the mail right and you're like yeah where'd that come from right or like, like oh yeah hulu 
Netflix, uh, HBO Now or Go or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just like, like Apple Music, Apple Arcade, <laughs> which I actually don't subscribe yeah, to. But saying, I, I'm just trying to like list things that I could potentially do. It. There are a lot of streaming options right now. And I know, especially with Disney Plus launching this past week, like yeah. it's been a lot of talk on CNBC and the business stuff because like, how many of these do we need? Right. And, and I, can we consolidate? Right. Well, I think the problem was it was, quote unquote, consolidated in the beginning when it was just a couple players. Totally. And those players, you know, were licensing or, you know, borrowing the material from people like Disney and Marvel and right. uh, HBO, whoever else, uh, Universal sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then they all realized, wait a second, those streaming services are making money just hand over fist. Yeah. Why don't we get into it? You know, buy all that stuff back and we'll, and we'll stream it. Yep. But what they don't realize is like customers have already been, you know, accustomed uh, right. to. Yes. It's a hard sell now. Yeah. It's just like, you're like, I can't do another fucking service. They're not going to give up their Netflix because they're like, oh, wait, but only this particular show or these documentaries or you, I think comedians you, you are on Netflix. An, an amazing show to like to sell people on that. Or you need to take back the high quality content that you had existing on these other services and put it on your own, which Disney is probably the only one that's close enough I, to doing I will that. Be Im I, I will admit that Disney has done a really good job, especially with kids. Like they oh, have they, so many fucking, they, yeah, all they their movies own are, everything. I, well, and they also own everything. At yeah. some point, is that bad? Well, I think it's like bad, bad that they monopoly. don't have fool's gold on there. <laughs> I don't know of any service that would waste cloud space hosting <laughs> Fool's Gold. Or John Tucker. Or John Tucker. Totally fair. I mean, there are like really good movies out there that I would even want to watch and streaming services don't have them. You have to buy them. Yeah, totally. Like, but the, I'm not, you're already, you're, like you said, you already subscribed to all these places. Right. The, the, the stuff that actually really pisses me off, and this is an ultimate first world 21st century problem, is when you subscribe to something like Hulu, yeah. or you, actually, I guess Pandora is not really the same way. But Hulu is a prime example. You pay monthly for that service, yeah. and you still get 90-second commercials. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You subscribe to this so that you don't have to watch right. cable anymore, mm -hmm. and people don't want to watch cable anymore because, A, the services are too expensive, yep. and, B, you get five minutes of commercial on a 30-minute show, so you're only watching 22 minutes, 20 minutes of well, a program. Yeah, and that's, and that's what they. that's just what they made them for. Yeah, totally. So... I'd rather just watch a 22-minute show on Hulu. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. I understand that only 22 right, minutes of content the, was made. Right. Don't show me fucking commercials. I paid for this service. For yeah. And Netflix seems to be doing it. Like, why can't... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the creator of subscription service, Netflix, yeah. does it without commercials. Yeah. And if they started putting commercials on there, I guarantee you people would leave. Oh, yeah. They would. They'd Absolutely. be done. And Because I think it's the most expensive service right now, right? Probably. It's like fourteen ninety nine a month. Well, I think... I mean... If you factor in Amazon, but Amazon Prime has oh, so much yeah. other stuff going for it that it's yeah that's a hundred that's ten dollars a month hundred twenty a year right yes uh did it go up or am I just it went up to that oh, it okay. used to be seventy nine or ninety nine uh, whatever it is but that gets you two or one day shipping yeah I, I gets you all your delivery it's probably stuff. the best one hundred twenty dollars I spend a, a, a year and yeah. my wife is looking at us with my son got a little baby. <laughs> He's actually kind of smiling. What's your gut? My gut or his gut? Your gut. You got pregnancy gut. It'd be a cute podcast edition if he comes on here and farts. Oh, we can make that happen. <laughs> Didn't Malin burp on one episode? Probably. God. By the way, remember a couple episodes ago, you 
like phoning it in doesn't even do justice what you did with the episode you clapped we clapped in that episode oh. like three times yeah you didn't even edit it i, <laughs> was just I, published sick? It. I think i was sick whenever i get like sick or if i'm busy at work i'm like I just, I just throw it up <laughs> i know i remember I, listening to it, i was like oh it wasn't bad like there wasn't a lot of no dead but air. there are definitely times where i've missed edits yeah it's like it's so glaring and i'm like oh. but I, that's that's the funny thing with this is just like our podcast is meaningless and yeah. it doesn't really matter and, and charlie is the only person that's gonna hear it and i'm sorry charlie if i don't yeah. edit like charlie's the one that taught us the clap trick in the first that's place true and we still don't abide by it yeah well he with his episodes he says they probably film for a 30 minute episode they film they uh they record for a 30 minute episode they record 90 minutes of content that's insane but they're like flipping through papers and they're quoting yeah. things and talking about different studies and a lot of the words that they have to pronounce is just like you want to get that word correct well, and if oh, you totally. mispronounce it but like cut it i mean the amount of effort like yeah the effort for us is very low right like the hardest thing we have to do is like Choose attach the mics and yeah and, and count how many ice cubes we want our classes of scotch but like the fact that they do research and you know they answer questions and yeah. they edit a, a 90 minute piece down to 30 minutes that's that's a lot of effort but that's also why they have like 300 listeners at well, least an episode important to- topics and right. subjects we just talk about random shit talk about shit we c- i mean let's be honest of other things that charlie has suggested that may have been um powerful or correct suggestions i recently have thought that if we made just if we made this into a specifically Fairfield County podcast Fairfield County or Connecticut so I mean I guess we don't know much about Connecticut but I I haven't seen any Fairfield County ones and let's be honest I don't really go the rest of Connecticut (laughs) (laughs) I do that's drive-through country for me yeah but I know you do so so we could but I think and talk to anyone, talk to anyone in Fairfield County, talk to anyone in the rest of Connecticut. You'll see that Fairfield County is it's just so different than it the rest is tar- of Connecticut. Yeah, it's entirely different. So us talking about things in Fairfield County don't really resonate with the rest of Connecticut. Right. And I think we would just, I, I don't know if we piss people off, but I think it would just be, it's just kind of disconnected. Totally. But it's also, I, and I, was, I was thinking exactly that driving over here. And I was just like, what if we just kick off the episode like, welcome to board in Connecticut. Uh, you know, <laughs> not if you're bored anymore. We've rebranded this thing in the six-week hiatus. But I think uh, you have to design another logo. <laughs> no, you could just swap the, swap the like name out. It's just like crossed out, just yeah. super janky. Uh, but it's like, what would, be, what would be the difference in our content? Nothing. Maybe we would talk a little bit more about specific things in like, Connecticut. Did you hear who won the FCAC title? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the class double M uh, football state champs. Uh, the Westport, what are they? The staple uh, wreckers. Wreckers. Home wreckers. Home wreckers. Of yeah. course, yes. That is a classic Fairfield County mascot. Super classic. Um, but it, it wouldn't change really anything. And like, if, if somebody was from New York, or if somebody was from Chicago or L.A. and was here visiting and wanted mm-hmm. to come talk to us, we'd be like, yeah, sure. Oh, totally, like, absolutely. It doesn't have to be no. Connecticut based. I mean, no. I guess maybe for. SEO purposes and uh, right. like targeting an audience, it's more focused if it's something in this geographical area. Yeah, but, that's true. But I think also, I think if you look at like, I when I think of a typical or what I would imagine to be a typical Fairfield County podcast, I think it would be like yachting and <laughs> yeah, the Talking best about place the to polo play match. golf. And and I we definitely have elements of that in our lives. I mean, here we are talking about formula one and yeah you live in new canaan i live in westport 
soon to live in <laughs> soon to <clears throat> New Canaan. This motherfucker. Um, but I also think that you know we don't have that like hyper pretentiousness that kind of pervades. Right. Right. Totally. I, I would I, agree. We are pretentious in some regards, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not in like the typical Fairfield but, County way. But I think if you were to ask someone from like you know Wyoming, they'd say, "Oh yeah, these guys are giant yeah. douchebags." But I think if you went to like the typical like. If we went to the Greenwich Country Club, yeah, they. I would even say the New Canaan Country Club or the New Canaan Country Club. They'd be like, "Oh, sir, thank God you're here. Um, my clubs are in the back of the <laughs> car. Uh, can you just go grab them for me?" Oh my God, <laughs> I'm just waiting for that that moment. Oh, you know what we need to talk about? Sorry, this just totally reminded <laughs> sure. me. Talk about white privilege. Holy shit! Justin Bieber got married oh. at Meadow Bluff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, go, so, go ahead. So I guess he got married just before parker was born or maybe like the day before or whatever yeah. and so my in-laws who happened to live in palmetto bluff were not there for it right they weren't they weren't around for for the wedding but i guess palmetto bluff and all the like 80 year old women were just talking. were they allowed to stay there like uh, yeah. residents could still live yeah, there yeah there were king residents out yeah. but um i guess like the whole hotel was off limits um there were like security guards everywhere you couldn't come in like unless you were a resident, you couldn't come onto the property. Um, but yeah, we should have visited. Would you have given a fuck? Like I, it's no, you're right. Yeah, who am I going to see? Kim Kardashian, right? Like, like I, I, I have such little. Don't respect give for two him. shits. If Matthew McConaughey were there, though, shirtless, dude, done. If he were at the pool, <clears throat> he would have found that pirate gold that's off in the May River. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Is that why people swim in that water? Right. My wife swims in that water. I don't. Yeah, it's not, it's like kind of gross, isn't it? Well, it's just very like silty. It's very silty, and <clears throat> there's a ton of oysters, which is good because oysters clean the yeah. water, but they're like razor sharp and they're everywhere, and I'm so and afraid. It's of shallow. Them. Uh, some places are shallow. There's a huge tide, yeah, but some places are pretty shallow, and I just can imagine me just tearing my leg up on yeah. it. Um, and the tide is is big. It's it's it, it's fast moving. So right. it's like, yeah, we were out there while well, we were there like slack tide when we did that, uh, dolphin moonlight excursion. Yeah. Did we yeah. see dolphins? We did not. Okay. We were promised dolphins. We saw none. We saw no dolphins, but the moonlight kayak was still awesome. Yeah. It was very like, cool. It was really cool. Um, yeah, I used to, uh, a friend, um, his family has a place like on the Connecticut coast. Um, oh, nice! Out uh, in Madison, Westbrook. What were we saying area. about being privileged? Yeah, exactly. And what were we saying about just Fairfield County? This is pretty geographical, right here. Yeah, but definitely, like <laughs> he didn't pay that much money for that house. No. Uh, but Madison. anyway, he, like we would have to walk out uh, in the beach on the water um, to go get the boat that was on the mooring. Uh, speaking Christ. of yachting, what the fuck? Um, and I would always step on razor clams. Yeah, those are fucking nasty, man. Dude, and I was, and the first time he told me, he was like, "I oh, watch out for the razor clams." I was like, "Why are they called razor clams?" He goes, "Oh, because the shell, you know, looks like a razor and it's kind of sharp." And I remember sliding my foot over one. Yeah, and it was a fucking knife. It's no joke. It's Dude. no joke. And I, I just tear my feet apart yeah. walking and i he, he for whatever reason he wouldn't step on him or he'd have like water shoes or something and i just didn't have a pair i wouldn't bring uh, them yeah. and every single summer in college would just shred my feet apart stepping on them. yeah i don't go out in long island sound oh. without well i don't i, I don't go in do that it anyway but if i have to like go out with my kid or whatever i always put water shoes on just so i can like, yeah so i don't step on the oysters and the yeah. oyster clams. Yeah, so I feel like anytime I go swimming in the Long Island Sound, you come out with like this disgusting film 
all yeah, over you. I, or at least around here. I don't know if it's as bad out east. Well, like we've I, been you get a bigger churn. It, it yes. churns a lot more. Is um Watch what out. yeah, is that technically the ocean or the sound? Uh it's technically Block Island sound, I believe. Okay. But I consider it the ocean because you're past the race. Yep. So and the ocean house is right there. Uh, yeah, so therefore it has to be the ocean. Otherwise that would be false advertising. Yeah. So my wife swims in Long Island Sound all the time. Yeah. Like, like without fail, if it's yeah. above seventy degrees, she's in that water. It's gross. I she's always baffled why I do not go in it. <laughs> and I will admit that it's a lot cleaner than it used to be. Yeah. But I remember growing up and seeing like dirty diapers floating in oh. it and like I mean, it looked like a fucking Indian beach. In high school, we used to, uh, after rowing practice, we used to jump off the dock in the heart of the Norwalk River. Mm-mm. And we'd swim right off there, or we'd jump out of the boat and swim in the river. Yeah, see, that's disgusting. Especially there. Totally. You get all those chemicals from the chemical companies. But in high school, I was just like, yeah, sure. And then oh. would like go back up, get changed, get in the car, go home, fall asleep in my bed. Yeah, Never no. shower after practice. Like that's disgusting. Today I won't even like I won't even be in like my worst bathing suit and go swimming at Compo Beach. Yeah, it's it's just too gross. Um, what was that episode? This is so random. What was that episode that we talked? Uh, we were talking to Charlie about. Um, like you said, quitting cold turkey. What? Uh, oh, that I thought it was you actually had to eat. Yeah, what, what was what was Charlie's... Uh... I don't know. I don't pay attention. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, why am I having such a dumb brain fart on that? But what I remembered, uh, I was saying Ocean House was false advertising. Growing up, yeah. and when I could like understand what advertisements were and everything, I started to read advertisements on either uh, billboards or in windows or on TV. We were doing our job. You were doing your job, absolutely. But anytime I would see something and knew it to be false... I'd be like, that's false advertising. We should sue them. Oh. And I was convinced in my mind that you could sue somebody for false advertising when something was just blatantly incorrect. Well, generally, you're not supposed to. No, but it's just like. Do you have an example? I'm trying to think of one, and I'm. I mean, I didn't come prepared. There are this. definitely like, you can skirt issues by yeah. using certain words, but generally speaking, you're not supposed to. Oh no, of course not. I but I don't think. Joe but it was. It was like a, it was a subjective claim for something or yes. like somebody's opinion. And I'd be like, that's false advertising. Like yeah. we should sue them. We, we can make so much money. We could sue Subway right now for saying that's the best tuna. It's not. Right. Like, but someone thought it was the best tuna and therefore. Right. And I just, I went through this phase of a couple of years where I was like, we're going to be wealthy. Like we're going to be rich because we're going to sue gonna for money. Yeah. When I get old enough that I can actually pursue this because my parents aren't listening to me right now when right. I'm saying Clearly, that's false advertising. Know. Yeah. I'm just in the back of the car screaming at nobody. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Let's start a class action Mom. lawsuit. Mom. Mom. How did, where did you learn class action? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> You're seven. But uh, yeah, that obviously uh, has failed me drastically. I'm sorry, man. But there's nothing false in the claims that we make with our granola. Is that true? Yeah, of course. Well, you say it's granola the way you like it. You don't know how I like it. Fine, that's just a registered trademark. That's uh But you're making a claim. <laughs> we are stake, that we is are a, claim, a claim and it is not a verifiable claim. Yeah, fair, fair. Like you have no idea how I like my my granola. Yes, that's true. Or, or the maybe it's the average but you should change to this is probably a way that you sort of like Granola the way you hopefully like it. Maybe. 
You maybe possibly Asterisk. like it. <laughs> this claim is not verified by the Food and Drug Administration. And by the way, if you don't like it, don't email us. Yeah, we don't care. We're not going to answer you. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you're you part of the problem. No, people love our granola. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Happy one year anniversary. One year anniversary. You didn't even get me anything. Oh, no. <laughs> you got me ice cream. So <laughs> That's right. I brought my ice wife, cream. My postnatal wife ice cream. So yes. Good. As long as Lindsay's happy. All right. All right. We'll be back to it. Uh, Maybe Mark Mark's next week. Belly. Hopefully. Maybe. If he's around. Very interesting topic that you're going to bring next week. Yeah. Let's hope we don't get <laughs> sued. We're, yeah. This, that one might get us sued, especially if we're not careful with Mark. Got to be delicate. Yeah. Which is how I would describe this. All right. See you, man. See you. Bye.